Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. All right. Tonight, we're going to get into who do we believe is qualified for the national championship, go through Pool B, Pool C, and we'll kind of touch on some things there. Mostly, we're going to spend a brief little bit on the men's side, which was pretty clear cut as we got into it last week, and I think we've only gotten more clarity. And then we're going to spend more time on the ladies' side, where there is a lot more fluidity, and the committee has a much harder job to do, in my opinion. So without further ado, let's jump into the men's side of things. All right. First, we're going to go through all the automatic qualifiers. Um, again, if we get something wrong, let us know, but we feel pretty good about this. So start in the central region. American Rivers Conference champion, Nebraska Wesleyan. Uh, they finished up this week. Really good playing by, by Nebraska Wesleyan. Uh, CCIW uh, up in Illinois and Wisconsin. Not a big surprise. Illinois Wesleyan wins there. In the Minnesota Conference, St. John's, Minnesota wins up there, which is a really nice win by them. Some really good golf being played. There were several under, so that's really impressive. So keep your eye on St. John's, Minnesota as they get into nationals. In the Northern Athletics Collegiate Conference, Aurora University comes out on top. In the SLEAC, uh, Webster University won there. And then we had the Upper Midwest Athletic Conference, University of Wisconsin-Superior. The Great Lakes region, Heartland Collegiate Athletic Conference, Rose Holman Institute of Technology comes out on top. They went head-to-head with Transy and ended up coming out on top there, which is a very impressive win. In Michigan, uh, Trine University ends up coming out on top up there. They'll be going to the national championships. The North Coast Athletic Conference in the uh, northern part of Ohio, Denison pulls it off. We talked about them last time. They had a lead as they had a split conference championship. Denison pulls it off on the men's side. The Ohio Athletic Conference, the Otterbein University team, comes away with the national championship qualifier. And in the President's Athletic Conference, Westminster College of Pennsylvania ends up coming out. All right, Mid-Atlantic region. <clears throat> the Allegheny Mountain Collegiate Conference, Pennsylvania State University, Erie, the Bayrand College comes out on top. Uh, the Cent- Centennial Conference, Franklin and Marshall will be going to the national championship. <clears throat> Colonial States Athletic Conference, Rosemont College will be going. The Empire Eight, Utica College will be going to the national championship. The Landmark Conference, Catholic University will be going to the national championship. The Middle Atlantic Conference Commonwealth, York College, Pennsylvania, will be going to the national championship. Middle Atlantic Conference Freedom, Stevens Institute of Technology, will be going to the national championship. Northeastern Athletic Conference, Pennsylvania College of Technology, will be going to the national championship. Let's go continue on to the Northeast region, where we have the Commonwealth Coast Conference. Western New England University will be going to the national championship. Uh, Great Northeast Athletic Conference, Albertus Magnus will be going to the national championship. In the Liberty League, uh, Rensselaer Polytechnical Institute will be going to the national championship. In the NESCAC, uh, where they had a split conference days, and I haven't seen this confirmed yet, but I believe if I did my math correctly, Middlebury, I believe, won the conference and is going to the national championship, and I think they got there by one shot with both Trinity and Tufts one shot back. So uh, <clears throat> if I got that wrong, NESAC guys, let me know. But I'm pretty sure I got those things done correctly. So congratulations to Middlebury. I believe they will be going to the national championship. In the North Atlantic Conference, 
Uh, SUNY Delhi actually won, but they're not active members yet. So Husan will be getting the AQ this year again. In the Skyline Conference, Farmingdale State will be going to the national championship. All right, we did the Southeast last time, but just to re-up, re in the ODAC, Guilford went, is going to the national championship. In the SAA, University of the South, Suwannee will be going to the national championship. In the USA South, Piedmont College will be going to the national championship. And then out West, uh, <clears throat> American Southwest Conference, University of Mary Hardin Baylor is going to the national championship. The Northwest Conference, Whitworth, is going to the national, champ national championship. And the Southern California League has gotten sent to Pool B. All right, so those should be the 31 automatic qualifiers for the national championship on the men's side. Let's go back and remind you who we believe Pool B will be coming out of. All right, um, of the teams that are available in Pool B, we believe that the three teams in Pool B will be Carnegie Mellon, Emory, and Trinity all within the top eight or nine of the, of the country in both golf stat and in the coaches poll. When we get over to pool C, Methodist and Huntington are in the top three in the country, so they're going to get in. The next one is the tough one. And with the results in the Midwest, we believe that Wittenberg is probably in the lead for getting in the last pool C round. They're number 10 in golf stat. And they're number nine in the coaches poll. Nobody else that would be a true pool C team would is in front of them. And the other pool B teams that didn't get in through pool B aren't anywhere close to them in the in the rankings. So what we believe will be the case in the men's side will be the 31 automatic qualifiers, Carnegie Mellon, Emory, and Trinity from Pool B, and Methodist, Huntington, and Wittenberg in Pool C. Obviously, we could be we could be wrong. I've been wrong many times in my career, but from what we can tell, this is it. I think Texas at Dallas, McMurray are very close. Washington and Lee and Hampton Sydney made good cases. I just don't think you can take all three Pool C teams from the Southeast. And I think as you get to the West and the Ohio, I think Wittenberg had a better run of the year from a team perspective. Now, moving on to the individuals for the men. Realistically, I don't know that my individuals change. Uh, I would take one out. I would take the one out from Trinity because I think they're going to get in in Pool B. So it still goes Burris from Pfeiffer, Cameron Starr from Lagrange, Lane Roy from McMurray. I think those three are pretty solid in. Uh, Robinson from Washington and Lee, I think, is in. Price from Christopher Newport, I think, is in. Then it gets interesting for that sixth last spot. To me, it's probably between uh, our guy Brendan Lawrence from McMurray also and Fambro from Redlands. The numbers haven't changed a ton since we looked at this the last time. I don't know if they're going to get any more information. I think there'll be some other good considerations out there, but that's my guess as of right now. And again, realistically, there wasn't any big bid steals or anything that happened over the weekend in the men's side. I think the men are pretty locked in. I think where we have a lot more to talk about is on the women's side. So let's stop and do that right now. Okay, on the ladies' side, let's go, let's go through the automatic qualifiers first. And let's get through all of those, and then we'll come back and start talking about Pool B and then move into Pool C. All right, so let's start with the Central Region. American Rivers Conference champion, University of Dubuque. The Minnesota League, St. Catherine University, will be going to the national championships. 
the Northern Athletics Collegiate Conference will have Lakeland University going. Uh, the SLEAC on the ladies' side, Grinnell, is going to be going to the national championship there. The Upper Midwest Athletic Conference, the College of St. Scholastica, will be going to the national championship. Wisconsin Conference, University of Wisconsin-Whitewater will be going. Um, congratulations to those guys on the football side as their guy got drafted in the bottom of the third round, which was awesome to see. In the East region, uh, Liberty League, Ithaca College, uh, will be going to the national championship. The Middle Atlantic Conference, York College, Pennsylvania, will be going to the national championship. And then the NISCAC, Williams College, will be going to the national championship. So a big result there where we had Amherst and Hamilton in the, in the mix as well. Williams came through uh, as, as expected. All right, in the Great Lakes region, Illinois Wesleyan ladies will be going to the national championship. In the Heartland, Rose Holman Institute of Technology will be going. So, I mean, really great playing for both of those schools on both the men's and women's side. In the Michigan Conference, St. Mary's College, Indiana, will be going to the national championship. North Coast Athletic Conference, Denison, will be going to the national championship. So, as you can see, it's some nice things going on in the Midwest where both the men and women are winning the conference championships. That's showing really good, solid programs there. The Ohio Athletic Conference, Ohio Northern, will be going to the national championships. So, not a, not a bad deal from the Ohio Northern guys. That will be a short commute up to, up to Michigan for the national championship. President's Athletic Conference, Westminster College, Pennsylvania, will be going to the national championships. In the Southeast, in the Centennial Conference, Marymount University, Virginia, will be going to the national championships. In the Landmark Conference, Catholic University will be going to the national championships. In the ODAC, Washington and Lee will be going to the national championship. And the SAA Center will be going to the national championship. Now, one of our first big corrections was we assumed that the USA South had an AQ or an automatic qualifier. We've been told and confirmed with a couple other people that they did not. I, I assume that they will have one next year, but they did not have an AQ. So that is going to put Methodist into Pool B, which is going to create some of this chaos that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. So Methodist not getting an automatic qualifier is going to have a major impact on Pool B and Pool C. In the West... Uh, University of Texas at Dallas won the American Southwest Conference. George Fox won the Northwest Conference. And once again, South, Southern California moves into Pool B. So those are our 21 automatic qualifiers. And there's two Pool B spots and two Pool C spots. Now we're going to get into this in a little more detail. But those are the 21 automatic qualifiers that are making the national championship. Okay. So let's start with Pool B, and let's understand. So the interesting thing that we've learned over the last few days is that if you don't make it into Pool B, you can move into Pool C. Now, we took that into account on the men's side. It really doesn't have much of an impact because the teams that were in the top 10 from Pool B were in, and the teams that were not getting in for Pool B were well outside the top 10. And we just talked about Wittenberg being in the top 10 in both the coaches poll and the golf stat poll. So it really didn't affect the men's side that much. It's going to have major impacts on the ladies' side. Okay, so Pool B, here's the teams that we believe are in Pool B and eligible or teams that we would talk about. Redlands, Methodist, Washington University, Carnegie Mellon, Emory, Christopher Newport, Trinity, and Southwestern. That's a pretty good list. Um, so the interesting thing here is 
with considering that pool B will pick their two and then the other ones will go into pool C, that has changed what we think will happen. So let's go through this. So Redlands and Methodist right now are Redlands is one, Methodist is two in the coaches poll. In golf stat rankings, Method, Redlands is one, Methodist is two. So they're getting the two pool B spots. To be just flat out, they're getting the two pool B spots. So outside of that, I, I, okay, everybody else then moves to pool C, which is really going to hurt who I thought was in pretty good shape, Mary Harden Baylor, because I didn't know that you could cross from pool B into pool C. I've gotten that confirmed with some uh, higher level uh, coaches who are on committees. So here's what's interesting. When we move the Pool B teams that remain into Pool C, it pushes Mary Harden Baylor down. And here's the issue. Now you're dealing with Christopher Newport, Emory, Washington University, and Carnegie Mellon. Well, Carnegie Mellon is four in the coaches poll and five in golf stat. I got a feeling they're in. Okay, that's one of our Pool C spots. Where's the last one go? Well... As I go down the list of both polls, Emory is 7th in the coaches poll and 7th in golf stat. Once you get past them, it's Christopher Newport, all right, is 10th in the coaches poll, 8th in golf stat. Mary Harden Baylor is 9th in the coaches poll and 10th in golf stat. The problem is you've got four teams inside the top seven in the ladies' side that are in Pool B and are going to get moved over and they're going to take up the Pool C spots. And so this is probably the, the, the thing that I that bugs me the most is I'm looking at Christopher Newport, Mary Harden-Baylor, Barry, uh, <clears throat> a couple other schools that when you look at them, Bethel has been really good all year. They've been inside the top 20 all year. Rhodes is in there, Hamilton. Uh, none of them are getting in. Your four teams that are getting in at-large bids are going to be Redlands, Methodist, Carnegie Mellon, and Emory, in my opinion. There's just no other way. They're top 10 teams. And, and right now, I mean, we're probably going to leave a top 10 team out. And that team would first team out would be University of Mary Harden Baylor. I think the next team out is probably Christopher Newport. After that, I would look at Barry as probably the next. Now, doesn't mean that this is going to happen. The, the committee could vote certain ways then I would go hey okay you could I could probably make a good case for Mary Harden Baylor to be in the national championship I just don't think that case works very well when you're looking at against Redlands Methodist Carnegie Mellon and Emory so that's what I think is going to happen on the women's side now I would love to figure out a way to solve this I think in a non-covid year I think we get most of the top 20 in so it's just frustrating for us. And as much as we want to do that, I understand why we're doing those things. And I think it's just a, it's been a weird, crazy year all year. So, you know, why not one more uh, gut punch to where we're going to have to make do with what we've got. But that being said, what I have done is now that I have a little clearer picture on what's going to happen on the ladies side, I've taken a stab at who of the list of individuals I think are in the mix for the individual selections on the ladies' side. So let's go through that list, and then we'll kind of pick out who do we think is in versus who do we think is out. All right. As we go through the golf stat rankings for the individuals, 
here's the list of people we think sh- should be probably part of the conversation. And again, we, we may miss people. We apologize now. But here's the list of people we think. Nicole Miller from Bethel, Minnesota is probably your, your top-ranked person on Golfstat that's not in already. Also, from f- another person is Kayla Higgins from Chapman. Again, I, I think there's some questions for the California team previously, but I think this one's probably pretty solid. But we'll, let's see, because her stroke average is, is a little higher than some. Uh, coming down the list, uh, Shreya Ganta from Christopher Newport. You know, I, I think you look at her as probably a pretty solid person that's in the list. Uh, Sarah Shee from Oglethorpe University. Uh, she's had some good performances all year. And again, I think if you're looking in the rankings, that, that's kind of where that makes sense. Um, I think the issue with Kayla, I think she's just too high on the list. But again, if, if we drop her down the list, it doesn't mean that she's still not getting in. So I think pretty good about those four at the top right there. Then you get into Sydney McConnell from Mary Harden Baylor. Katie Murphy from Middlebury, Erica Whitehouse from Christopher Newport, Priya Bakshi from Amherst, and then I come down to Claire Conheo from California Lutheran, Lauren Kim from Barry, and Emma Phillips from Birmingham Southern. That's about as far down the list as I got, and I think I got, I got about 10, 12 on the list on the ladies' side. <clears throat> You know, I think you could make a lot of arguments. I think there's going to have to be some head-to-head views on who went where. I don't have all that information, haven't had that much time to really dig into it. But I think your individuals will come from somewhere in that list from the ladies' side. Um, I'll be keeping tabs, and once we get the the results of what the committee says here in the next couple of days, we'll, we'll go through that list and, and kind of go, all right, this makes sense, or we'll look and see if we feel like anybody got snubbed. Um, which usually doesn't happen a ton in the Division Three world. We usually do a pretty good job of making sure the right people get into the tournament. Okay, with that, let's talk about what to expect kind of on the go-forward basis. All right, so at the time of this recording, the National Championship Tournament starts next week. So the committee members will be meeting over the next two days to pick the at-large teams and individuals. We've given you a pretty good sense of what that's going to look like. And then next week, the tournaments will begin. Now, as much as I wish we could do tournaments not in the same time, they will be. Um, We are going to try to do a short podcast every night to talk about sort of the results from each one. So we'll try to put something out each day so that we'll talk a little bit about, all right, here's what happened today. Here's what we saw. They won't be very long, but they'll be very quick and uh, kind of quick hitters. Ideally, these would be something we would do on a YouTube page that we are currently in the process of building, Um, but that's where we need to kind of keep going. We've gotten a lot of people reaching out saying, hey, thanks for following. Thanks for creating all this stuff. No, thank you. It's been great. Uh, Our one request is uh, we're trying to kind of build out some space to where we can do some more YouTube stuff, and we'd love to do that. In order to do that, what we'd like to do is we'd like to get some flags or something that has your school in it. So if you want to kind of help contribute to some of the uh, background and things that we're going to be putting together, uh, reach out to us on Twitter, uh, get an address. We would love to get a flag or something that you guys have. You can send us to where we can get that. We can start to build sort of a a background full of Division Three golf stuff. So uh, hit us up on Twitter for that. Uh, really looking forward to that. We're, we're starting to work on some of that. We'll be working through that on the summer. 
And again, we'll, next week we're going to try to have a quick podcast every night to kind of talk about the results, what we, what we saw, and what we're looking forward to the next day. And then as we get into summer, we'll talk more about that. I want to kind of wrap up the national championships and we'll, we'll start to head into summer where we'll change around some of our programming and we'll start kind of looking forward. And we want to talk, also look back. So if, if you listen, like this podcast and you want to talk about uh, you know your teams in the past or previous national championship teams, reach out to us. We'd love to get you and your teammates uh, on the podcast to talk about what your experience was and what you're doing today. We'd love to do that. Also, we want to highlight some of the graduating seniors. So uh, coaches, players, reach out if you're a graduating senior. We want to know what's going on and what you have lined up and where you're seeking on either further education or in the professional world. Uh, we'd like to highlight more and more of that um, because that's really what D3 is all about. We want to continue to, to celebrate that. So with that, we'll say, hit them straight. Cheers. Cheers.